0: You're listening to Secrets of a Bridal Seamstress. In this podcast, you'll hear insider tips to sidestep stress and walk into your wedding season feeling educated, confident, and empowered to discover your bridal vibe and wear it with style. This episode is sponsored by I'm Powered Nutrition and Fitness, empowering you to build a healthy foundation for the life you want. Meet with a registered dietitian and exercise physiologist to find healthy changes that fit your lifestyle. I'm Powered Nutrition offers evening, weekend, in-person, and video appointments and accepts most major health insurances. Call 360-358-3179 or follow Down Home Dietitian on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube to get started with your healthy life. I'm so excited for today's guest. We have Anastasia who owns Millie Mae Bridal in Bothell. And Millie Mae Bridal serves curvy brides for sizes 18 and above. And I'm so excited to hear your story, Anastasia, and what um, inspired you to start this shop. So thank you so much for being with us today. Yes.
1: And
0: thank you so much for having me. I'm excited yes. to be here. So how long has the shop been open? It's still relatively new. It
1: is relatively new. Yeah. So officially started doing business in February of 2020. So really, we just celebrated a birthday a couple weeks ago. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) Kind of a crazy year to start a business. I was going to say
0: you opened your bridal shop a month before everything closed down. (laughs) Yeah. So we
1: had like a really awesome February. I was like, wow, this is going to be really great. I'm so excited. And then we got shut down for a few months. And I was like, did you,
0: um, did you do like virtual appointments or were you, did you have enough traction to be able to do like virtual appointments at that time? A little.
1: Um, I think officially I did two total virtual appointments, so not a ton. Um, really I just find that girls want to touch and try things on. And so The virtual appointments were cool where it's like, I'm basically personally shopping, holding dresses in front of (laughs) an iPad. Um, And, and they both, both of those girls ended up finding their dress. So it did work out, but I just didn't get a ton of traction on that. Um, Luckily when we started in February, I was just renting a fitting room in a bridal boutique. So I was in, I worked for, I have to shout her out because I wouldn't be here without her. I worked for Lainey Meg and for the love of bridal for like six years as, and started as an intern into a consultant into kind of her store manager. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we got to the point where it was like, okay, how are we going to do personal growth? How are we going to, you know, push your career? Um, and we knew that Unfortunately, the plus size industry and bridal, especially at least in our area, is very underserviced. And mm-hmm. so we were like, this is definitely the way to do it. So that's kind of where the whole birth of the store came from. Um
0: How so cool she that you me- had an employer who wants to see you like flourish and wanted to yeah. encourage no, that. I'm
1: that's so could amazing. not be more grateful for her. She's she's turned in from a boss to you now a mentor and a friend. And wow, she's the best. Yeah, because it's like at some point. She's creating competition for herself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But she was like, Absolutely. I'm just willing to take that hit to see you be successful. Well, and I was that's like, amazing. well, so she's a blessing. Yeah. Seriously. Um, so I rented just a fitting room out of, out of her store for a few months and then opened Millie May, the, the, the flagship location in Bothell um, in May. So it's only been, you know, seven or so months now. Yeah. Oh, we've been there. Yeah. Well, good for it's you for awesome. sticking
0: it out. I mean, I know the I feel like the wedding dress industry is a little bit different. We were dif- like hit differently with COVID because brides still wanted their dresses and wanted photos taken. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as like caterers and venues, but yeah, still. Yeah. I say that all the time. That's very um yeah, that was I count my funny. blessings for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: cuz it's like girls <laughs> like even if they're getting married in their backyard in a small right. ceremony, they want that dress. So for, uh, my end of the industry and yours. I mean, they still need all yeah. of those
0: services. So we're yeah. super lucky. Yeah. I'm so glad that you stuck with it and that 2020 is over and you're just ready to plow through into a new year and yeah, <laughs> with I think, that kind of experience under your belt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my husband and I are just like, if we can do
1: like what we did in 2020, then we can do anything like, yes. we're going to be fine.
0: Yeah. Oh, that is so true. I know we say the same thing. Cause I opened up this shop in 2020 June, 2020. And yes. that was when everything was like very, it was like ghost town. And even when I got the keys to the shop, I was like, how do I decorate? Like nothing was open to like buy furniture or to. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. But um, yeah, it proved totally worth it. So if we can get through 2020, we're good to go. <laughs> yeah. Mine was just a lot of trips to Home Depot. Oh my goodness.
1: Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I use more power tools in 2020 than I've ever used in my life. <laughs>
0: It's like, here's Learned what you don't know about having a, a small business. You have to use the power tools <laughs> yourself. <laughs> yeah. So um, thanks for telling us who prompted you to start Millie Mae. Cause mm-hmm. that's cool to know the person behind it, but um, what inspired you? Like what made you feel like, you know, I need to take this leap and start a shop for our curvy brides.
1: Yeah. Um. Kind of like I said before, it's just really sad how, little options that there were out there it's not that every bridal salon doesn't cater to those larger sample sizes Mm -hmm. they do Mm -hmm. it's just that nobody has there was no like specialty place to come in so the store that I worked at previously we always had a good inventory in larger sizes so it wasn't like a scary appointment when you had a girl come in who you know you can tell is on that higher end of the range Mm -hmm. sometimes you could be like oh my gosh we have nothing for you to try on like how devastating oh seriously so we always made sure that we had a good inventory but it's like we knew you mean you can always do better at Mm -hmm. something so my big goal and one of my favorite things is like when I talk to a girl and they call me or email or come in off the street and they're like well I just want to make sure that you really do have plus sizes, or you really do cater to this. And I'm like, yeah, like I can't put it on the door. I (laughs) don't really do that. And I'm like, I promise you that you're going to be able to come in, and any dress that you see on the rack, you can try it on. That's because it's it's sad to be like I saw this on your Instagram. I really want to try it on, and they come in, and I'm like, oh, it's just not the right sample size, right? So to be able to do that and just be like, you can put anything you want on in the store. Yeah is really, really cool. And I also keep it into like a lower budget, not lower budget, but everything in the store right now is under $2,000. That's perfect. So it's just like, kind of hits that sweet spot of like, mm-hmm. you don't have to spend a million dollars either. Like mm-hmm. putting all of those aspects together makes right. it just a really cool shopping experience. Yeah. Um, and just something that I felt really pushed and drawn to open because those are always my favorite appointments. Yes. Um, we're a girl, like the sad thing is like I've had girls come in and in tears. They've been like, I just never thought there would be something this beautiful for me to try on in my size. Oh my
0: word. Wow. And I'm like,
1: okay, I'm gonna cry with you right yeah. now in yeah. the but it's like, yeah, that's why we opened because mm-hmm. no matter what size you are, you deserve to be able to have a full normal shopping experience, not be treated any differently than any, any other customer. Right. And feel beautiful. Yeah. So it's is been this, really, really cool.
0: Like this is the first that I've heard of when um, a shop like yours in, in Western Washington, but have you seen this like around the country or what, like, how did you know this was a thing to do?
1: Um, I have seen it around the country. I also Mm -hmm. just knew that maybe our target market is a little bit smaller than if you're hitting every size, but it's like, I knew that those brides are out there just from working in the industry myself. Um, but there are some really, really cool stores that do this specifically. Couple in California, but like mostly on the East Coast, they have some really like, there's a chain called Brides by Young and she has like five different locations Mm -hmm. and huge. Like it's almost like a superstore. Like I would love to be that someday because it's just like tons of dresses. I think she runs like a 14 and above. So a little bit larger range than my like 18 and up, but Mm -hmm. definitely stores out there that are doing it on a large scale and- are super successful. So it's yeah. like, I know that they're, it's out there. It's, yes. you know, I'm just starting small and inching my way up, but someday and it's beautiful. Be, like the yeah. photos Thank of you. your shop,
0: it's beautiful. And you use a lot of um, pink. So obviously I'm a big fan of that. Yes. Um, I'm like, Oh, it looks like my curtains. That looks like my little couch. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We have a lot of white in there. So
1: I was like, Very we need feminine. little yeah. pops of color. Yeah. Love it.
0: Um, are there any Designers that you feel really cater to to those sizes too. There Um, specific designers.
1: There are. I'm I'm not at a point where I carry them. A lot of times, a plus size designer is at a really high price point. Oh, yeah. Um, so higher than like I've had designers where I've reached out to them, like, "Hey, I would love to carry you in the store," and we end up Mm -hmm. having this like full you know, creating a relationship, having a great conversation. And then we finally get to price point and I'm like, Oh, it's just not my bride.
0: Oh yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: So I work with private labels. Um, so it's just like things that are exclusive to the store that you can't find anywhere else. Oh, that's it also really yeah, it also really helps keep the price point down. So I've kind of created like my own Millie Mae collection. Um, That is really cool. That's really cool. So it's always fun to be like, wow, this is so different than anything I've seen anywhere else. I'm like, yeah, because you can't get it anywhere else. Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, that really like helps you stand out even more too. That's awesome. Yeah. So other than the dresses themselves, what are some other elements of your shop or your boutique that enhance the experience for your brides? Yeah, I
1: think the best thing about it is that it's really personal. So but we're by appointment only, which is really important to me specifically mm-hmm. because you get the entire store to yourself while you're shopping. So mm-hmm. as with COVID now, we have even that smaller group of people that you can bring with you. We can have right. up to four guests with a bride. So five people in the store. Um. But just to be able to know that, you know, there's not anyone peeking in on your appointment and you have that full privacy and you have, Mm -hmm. you know, my full attention or your consultant's full attention. I was on maternity leave there for a minute, so I wasn't in there, but (laughs) um, my sweet sister took over for me. (laughs) Um, So I think that's the most important thing is just knowing that like you're getting totally a private one-on-one experience and it's kind of cool to see Somebody's total like personality and mood shift like right in front of you. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They come in nervous and they're like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna like anything or anything's gonna fit. And then once, you know, you interview them and just like, tell me about your wedding. Like, we don't have to just be like, okay, do you like lace or (laughs) purple? Like it's like we can have just a normal conversation and you can just be comfortable and feel natural. And then once they start trying things on it's cool to see that mood shift like right in front of your eyes. And you're like, Ooh, okay. This is who you really are versus who I met 10 minutes ago when you walked in super nervous. So
0: yeah, you really, it's so fun. Like seeing you, I know that our podcast will just be audio, but seeing your face light up when you're talking about your clients is so cool. Yeah, And that shows that like, you love serving them. Like you find so much joy with that.
1: Super lucky. Yeah. I've never, I mean, I think some people are like, the classic saying like ooh love what you do you know what i mean right, it's right. like i think i'm just really really lucky to have a job where i totally love what i do like i love going to work yeah so it's so awesome. so what's
0: like what would you say is the most fulfilling part of being a bridal stylist
1: oh the Even most <laughs>
0: yeah right
1: there's some like which one do you want me to talk about um <laughs> i think the most fulfilling part is like I said, seeing them just like light up in front of you when they start to realize like, wow, I never thought that I would feel this feeling. Like I never thought I would feel this beautiful or have something so cool within my reach mm-hmm. to get yeah. married in. Yeah. Um, and so I think creating relationships is the best part. It's like when the girl leaves, I'm like, okay, like bye. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm never gonna see you again. Like, please send me pictures because you feel like <laughs> you become their friend and you know, maybe the one or two appointments you have. So just that few hours, but yeah. when somebody is that vulnerable and, you know, takes their clothes off in front of you, it's right. like you really, you dive into a close relationship. Like, pretty, <laughs> I'm like, we're <laughs> friends now. Like I've seen yes. it all. So yeah, I love <laughs> I'm sure that. you experience the same And oh, alterations. Yeah. yeah.
0: And it has been weird with COVID because it's so weird giving them their dress and not hugging them goodbye. I'm like, yes. okay,
1: bye. Like, the handshakes and the hugs uh, have been really hard for me to- to let go
0: of. Yeah. And there is, I mean, something is so personal about like, dr- this sounds kind of weird, but like dressing a woman and like helping her. I don't yes. know. It's like you just, um, and yeah, I have generally three to four appointments with each bride. And so it's like, you have, yeah, relationship you have a lot and, more one-on-one time. Um, but yeah, it's the same thing. It's like just that relationship. And I think that's what drew me into bridal sewing as opposed to like standard alterations, because I love right. that relationship part of it. And you know, like actually getting to know her
1: it's it's such a special moment but it's also just such like a blip in their life Mm -hmm. you know just I think you focus so much time and attention on your wedding for like a year maybe two yeah and then it's over and you're like oh my gosh now what do I do with my life (laughs) (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) like we've been doing this for two years and now you're married and so I think it's just a cool thing to be able to be a part of part of our industry too which I'm sure you find this, is that it's a huge word of mouth kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. advertising, yes, it helps. Instagram is huge. But I get, you know, bulk of my brides from just that word of mouth aspects, which is so cool.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a really good testimony of like what you're doing. It's working and brides want it and they love it and they're telling their friends. And that's really cool.
1: So I'm just hoping that that, you know, gains more traction and keeps going. But (laughs) Totally. I've already had, you know, even from down in your area, the Olympia area to like Eastern Washington, like Walla Walla, oh my all the way up like North of Bellingham. So it's like girls are hearing the word and they're traveling. And that's yes. also really cool. Like when a girl fills out their address and I'm like, Walla Walla, like, that's crazy. You're like, you
0: sure you want to drive over here? <laughs>
1: I'm like do you know um, how long that is? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She ended up flying, which I was like, wow, I didn't oh, even know that you could fly soul. from Wall of Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, that's so cool.
0: Yeah, seriously. <laughs>
1: so it's been really fun.
0: Um, so when you're talking about um that relationship with brides yeah. that you love and and her like brides having to be vulnerable, you know, when they're dress shopping. Yeah. Um, that's that's such a huge part of the shopping experience that some brides aren't really prepared for, of like, oh, this kind of took me by surprise of these feelings. So like, how do your clients best prepare for bridal appointments? Like what do you, do you, when you're, you know, I'm emailing them or talking about their appointment, what do you tell them to do to best prepare for it?
1: Yeah. I think, I mean, there's two aspects of that. The physical preparation would be, you know, when you're thinking of like undergarments and shoes and all of the stuff that you need to bring your appointment Mm -hmm. for you, it's different. They need all of that stuff. Because you're doing the final fit. For me, it's like you don't need shoes because it's hard to climb in and out of a dress with shoes on. So we're going to take them off. And then when it comes to like a bra, I always have them go braless. So a a girl who's like, I went specifically bra shopping just for this. Like I bought this cool strapless whatever bra. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, but we're gonna yeah. take it off
0: and Seriously. see how that yeah. feels. <laughs> I know. So, and even you know when I'm fitting, I tell them not to bring a bra because I'd rather fit them from the inside out instead of having to like yes. an extra layer. So. And that's what I tell them. I'm don't like, Don't buy a bra. Me,
1: <laughs> don't buy a bra, you guys. That's my <laughs> big advice. Um, I always tell them, like, when you go to alterations, once we choose the dress. Then we can discuss, you know, maybe what should be happening underneath. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times wait until you are with a seamstress and they can discuss with you, you know, what the best thing is and yeah, or the fact that you need nothing. Right. So but the bottom half, it is always nice to have like a Mm -hmm. little I always say it doesn't have to be a spank, but like a spandex or some kind of slip just to make that kind of your skin kind of more slippery when you're slipping in and out of stuff. Even if it's not a tight dress, it's just a nice extra layer to have. So that's really the physical stuff. But then mentally preparing, I think being open-minded is the most important thing. Girls come in with like such a specific Pinterest photograph Mm -hmm. vision. (laughs) And I would say like 98, if I'm being realistic, 98% of the time they end up in something completely opposite of what they thought they wanted. Wow. So it's just like, let's just try some stuff on. I always say let's chop through the store, see what you love on the hanger. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pull a few very different dresses to start with. So like the first three different, the first three dresses are going to feel drastically different, kind of all over the map. Like she's crazy. Um, (laughs) But I'm like, I promise I'm listening to you. I just want you to like hit this, hit this, hit this to decide, Ooh, okay. I really love what I thought I would love. Or now I'm feeling like this direction I want to run in you know, with something different than I was originally expecting. So I'm like, let's do a discovery process, figure out where we want to go. And then we have plenty of time to run in that direction. Yeah. So I think staying open-minded is just super important Mm -hmm. because you don't want to be disappointed. You don't want to be like, this is what I want. This is the only thing I'm looking for. And then you try it on and you're like, shoot, I don't love it. Yeah. And we have to like recover from that.
0: Yes. Yeah. and I'm like how you okay. said Discovery process. That's like, yeah, that's my go-to wraps it all up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what is there, is there like a mantra that best fits your mission as the owner of Millie Mae? Like oh you've touched on so many good things. And I think that a lot of our listeners are going to relate to a lot of what you're saying and they're going to like <gasps> kind of light up when they listen to you, but what's like one mantra that could sum it all up?
1: Yeah, I think the most important thing to me is just that everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you know, don't be afraid to come in and try things on. It's like, you deserve to feel beautiful and feel special from that very first fitting all the way to when you walk down the aisle. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the most important thing is just knowing that like, we are here for you. Yes, this is a business, but at the end of the day, it's like, we want to help. That's why we're in this industry because it's such a cool thing for us to be a part of, or at least myself specifically, like I'm honored that you even want my help. So yeah. it's like I just love to help you, so give us the chance to help you be bold and feel yeah. special.
0: Yeah. So um so there's I always try to ask for like one final tip and you've already oh. given a lot of tips. <laughs> so I don't know how you could give us even more, but is bold there tips. Yeah. <laughs> is there one thing you want brides to know as we sum up this interview? Yeah, I think I think
1: you take wedding planning so seriously that Mm -hmm. one thing that I would just tell girls is like, just relax, especially in this like crazy COVID time of who even knows what wedding planning looks like. Yeah. It's like when it comes to your wedding dress, like just take a deep breath, relax, have a good time. Finding your dress doesn't have to be a huge grand adventure. Like it Mm -hmm. really can be so easy of, just like, oh my gosh, I love this. You try in a few th- more things to reiterate that you love it. And it's like, that's it. All you're looking for is the dress that, you know, stands out in front of everything. But it doesn't mean you have to try on a million and go to a million places to find the right thing. Yeah. You just have to like accept and feel good. Like take that emotional reaction and be like, yeah, you know, this yeah, can trust be it. this easy. Yes. <laughs> so. That is so cool. Relax. That's my, my best advice. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's very intense.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, sometimes it's like, you want that like big emotional response and it's like, I, that doesn't always happen. I didn't have that. I was like, Oh yeah, this works. I like it. Yeah,
1: You don't always have to cry about it. Like it's okay. (laughs) I'll cry for you if you want.
0: I'm really good at that. (laughs) Total crier. So no problem there. Oh, that's so funny. Um, this is, I'm just so excited that there's something like this in Western Washington and that brides now have this resource and that, um, like I said, like you survived 2020 and it's like, all right, the sky's the limit. You know what I mean? That's great. So so good. how could brides find you? Tell us where to find you.
1: Yeah. So I am still affiliated with the store that I started out in. So for the love of bridal. Okay. Um, so for the love of bridal.com. So she's kind of catering, to like the straight sizes up to a size 16, and then I take over and do the 18 and above. Oh, perfect. So we're very much still a family of stores, which is cool. Mm-hmm. And then I do have my own separate website, which is Um, And Millie is M I L I M A E, named after my sweet daughter, Amelia May. I was um,
0: wondering. That's yeah. so cute. I was wondering so where the just, name came from.
1: Yep. Now that I have another daughter, have her, my, my three month old, her name is Camille. I'm like, shoot, what are we going to name after her? So we're going to start another business, I guess.
0: Seriously, the bridesmaid line or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: So when she grows up, I'm like, I'm sorry, we really love you. Just Amelia came first.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And your Instagram um, is beautiful. Thank you. Instagram is Millie Mae Bride is Okay. the Instagram Millie May Bride. Tag. Yes. Yeah. I love seeing all those dresses on there. Um, well, thank you for your time. This is, thank you for this having is so me. valuable, and uh, I really think this is going to encourage a lot of listeners. So, thank you for being here. And listeners, go ahead and check out Millie Mae Bridal. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and share this podcast with a friend. And if you're feeling really generous, leave a review. Thanks, everyone.